a beater. Now it's stripping time. Ain't nobody got time for that. This is Hard Parking, brought to you by Right Honda and Right Toyota out of Scottsdale, Arizona. Of course, you know I'm your host, Jay Finning, recording from Gilbert, Arizona. If this is your first time listening to the show, thank you so much. No matter where you're listening from, hit that subscribe button. Make sure you leave a review. It's been a long time since I've had a review. A lot of new listeners, but you got to leave reviews. Just don't give me a one-star review. Coming up on today's show, Jamie the Nomadic X-Ray Tech joins us from Hawaii to talk about her lovely rental car. And I also watched a show that got me thinking. It's called Year Million. I'll tell you my thoughts on the first episode of that, and I don't really plan on watching any more episodes. In fact, before we jump to this word from 4 Online, I will go ahead and tell you, I promised you on the last episode I would talk about our new vehicle. If you follow me on social media, you already know. Two bits of car news. Number one, unrelated. The 2023 Honda Civic Type R has issued a stop sale. There's a potentially faulty weld in the driver's seat, which, which could compromise seatbelt effectiveness. Doesn't appear to affect every vehicle. I think it's, it's kind of good because there's not a lot of them out there right now. And I would imagine most of them that have been released to dealers are sitting on the showroom floors with incredibly crazy markups. So it'll be easy to find those. Honda said it has notified the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration of this. They are saying that American Honda expects to begin customer notifications by mid-May of 23. So another month by now. Let's just hope the vehicle doesn't get in an accident and the seat welds on the driver's seat don't come undone. That could be a crazy lawsuit. But for us, we did pick up a new car before I was talking. Maybe it's between the Infiniti QX60, the MDX, a couple other vehicles. But we did lease a 2023 Acura MDX A-Spec. It's for my wife. Still trying to get used to it. She's not used to driving bigger vehicles. And it's considered in today's world a mid-sized luxury SUV with the third row. Still bigger than anything we've ever had. My Infiniti is a small crossover sport SUV with two rows. She needed it for, I don't know, in her her brain that we're going to be hauling all sorts of people around all the time. Which the reality is we're not. The reality is what she wanted it for, we might use it. Three, four times throughout the course of an entire year for that, but I enjoy having a brand new vehicle and it's a nice one. Why did we pick that over the Infiniti QX60? Well, there's a, quite a few reasons. It's ranked higher in just about every head to head comparison. They are in the same category. The resale value is a lot higher on Acura's than it is Infiniti's. Granted, we're just leasing it, but it comes with three years of you know, basic service, which a lot of vehicle manufacturers offer on purchases and leases. And we get the three or 36,000 mile, but it's got, according to our dealer, Acura is the only manufacturer that allows you to turn the vehicle in with more miles and without paying a penalty. I think we get like 7,000 miles over or something crazy like that. So let's just put the number at seven. So at the end of three years, we could turn the vehicle in with 43,000, 42,000 miles on it and not pay a penny extra for overages, which is great. The funny thing is I didn't really drive the vehicle when we first got it. We had it for a week and a half before I drove it for the first time. And I like it. But you guys know I love modern technology. The cushiness is one thing that it doesn't have that I really wish it had. 
And we have the A spec. The model above that is the Advance, and then the model above that is the Type S, like my NSX. The Advance has a better speaker system, not a big deal, but it has the overhead camera. Now, the QX that I drove had the overhead camera, but Infinity, that's, they started that. So I would expect every Infinity to have the bird's eye view camera system. So what I'm talking about is when you put the car in reverse, you can see, you know, obviously what's behind you, but then they have the overhead camera, which stitches all the cameras on the vehicle. It stitches all the cameras in the vehicle around in one picture to where it looks like it's watching you from probably 20 feet above the vehicle. And it helps a lot when it comes to parallel parking, parking into parking spots, backing into parking spots. And when you get used to that, it's hard to not use it anymore. And for a brand like Acura, which is a, you know, the luxury division of Honda kind of feel like if you're going to have that screen, you should just include that, especially when it comes to an MDX, which is their flagship luxury SUV. You have the RDX, which is more of their sporty, smaller one. And then you have the MDX. And I feel like pretty much every MDX should have that. So they kind of whiffed on that one. But other than that, it's great. We have the super handling all wheel drive version capable more than capable to do anything we'd want. And you know, my wife was worried about mileage, but I told her, like, I've had my Infinity for two years. I've put 20,000 miles on it. And that includes the 1,700 miles that I drove from the point where I picked it up in Kentucky, Russell Springs, Kentucky, back here. And I've been to California once or twice with that vehicle. It's been up north, you know, to the Flagstaff area and south to Tucson. And I still, after two years, only have 20,000 miles on it. So we'll be good there. More after this word from Foil Online. Jay Finning here, and I want to tell you guys about Foil Online. For over a decade, Foil Online has been bringing the best truck accessories and truck parts to enhance the appearance and performance of all trucks and SUVs. They are dedicated to providing an extensive range of upgrades that will match any maker model on the road. Their truck products cover everything you need to give your truck a custom look and added functionality. And if you need a tire and wheel package, head over and use the configuration tool. They carry all the major brands of wheels and tires, so we'll get outfitted today. So visit them online at Four Wheel Online or call them at 813-769-2451. Again, that's Four Wheel Online, the number four wheel online. So I was watching this show called uh, Year Year Million on Disney Plus, and it was pretty interesting because you know it's it's by way of well, it's on Disney Plus by way of National Geographic. You know, I just got done watching. Um, I think Mandalorian or something, but I found it fascinating because the whole thing talked about AI touched on, you know, science fiction because we're so obsessed with the future. We're so obsessed with robots. We're so obsessed with companionship, electronic companionship. And I mean, you know, science fiction tells us that, you know, the robots one day, they're going to become self-aware and they're going to kill everybody. And maybe, but then another thing that they've, they've talked about is, you know, is it scary? Is it, is it exciting or is it terrifying? That's what they, they kept asking. Is it, is it exciting or is it terrifying? And I think it's a little bit of both to a certain extent. I forgot the name of the, I'll call it Android. They had a robot with kind of human-esque features and, and stuff like that. But it asked the question, you know, how far are we? But I started thinking, because of course, first thing most of us think about, at least around my age, I'm 47, is Cyberdyne is Doomsday, obviously, you know, Terminator. And one of the things about those movies that make them plausible 
it isn't the the time travel. I think the time travel is the most unrealistic of anything. I mean, at some point we may have time travel, but I think that we are a lot closer to, and as you see online, you see that like Boston was a Boston robotics or something like that. They had made the dog that was really impossible, almost impossible to kick down. And then they sold that off probably to the government contractor, of course, but robots that can think faster and do more than a human. And this is before they had the fake skin. And they had cases going back to even the 70s and 80s where you would take the master world champion chess player and he would lose to the robot. There was some other game, I think in late 2000s, 2017 or so. I'm misquoting all these times, but the facts are still there. It's supposedly the most difficult board game on the planet and the champion got beat by artificial intelligence, which tells you it's going through all these different computations in its, I would say in its mind, but it's going through all these different computations in its programming to know what the optimal move is. And that's the same thing humans do when you're playing chess. You try to think two or three steps moves ahead of your opponent until you box them in the corner. Next thing you know, checkmate. They can't do anything. My son is really good at chess. At least he's good enough to kick my butt just about every time we play. But I'm thinking about all this stuff. And, you know, it is scary. But there are some, you know, positives. You know, it wasn't all the robots take over and they're going to kill us once they decide that humans are the weak link. You know, it explored everything from will they one day ask for equal rights? You never know. It also talked about, you know, what are some of the beneficial uses working side by side with artificial intelligence, with a robotic, with an Android? And they've defined the difference between Android and, and robot. One of the comedians on there, the futurist comedian, described C3PO as an Android and R2D2 as a robot. And again, I'm not a futurist, I'm not looking up all this stuff. Um, but the Android seems to be self-aware and that's what it sounds like the future is. And so what's, what's going to happen when you're working side by side with a robot? Cause they're already taking our jobs and that's a big thing too. They estimate that within, I don't know, 20 years, over 40% of our jobs will be automated with some sort of a robot. Think about manufacturing, think about uh, car production. No human can do a weld as good as a robot. Same thing with surgery. There's the Da Vinci machine where someone does surgery from their home computer onto a robot and it may get to a certain point where you're like, I don't want this doctor touching me. I want that robot to do it. It's crazy. But from a companionship standpoint, I think we're already there mentally. It's kind of funny. Years ago before I met my wife, I had an apartment. I was lonely and I wanted some noise, which is funny if you know me because I hate too much noise. I don't mind a little bit of noise, but I hate too much noise. So I went out and I bought these little robots. They're called biobugs. And so the thing is with the biobugs, they walk around, they chirp, they learn. It was advertised that they can kind of learn their environment. So basically it was almost like the Roomba floor vacuum robot things now. These are little toys. And so they would find a wall, they would map it, and then they weren't supposed to run into the wall again. So they were supposed to learn. I thought they were neat. I bought three of them. I thought they were going to be a few inches big, they ended up being like a foot long each with these remote controls. So once I unpacked them, I was like, or once I opened the box, I, I totally realized, I mean, these are freaking toys, man. But let's just see. So I turned them on and they're chirping around in the background. And every time I'd be on the phone with somebody, they'd say, what's that noise in the background? Are these birds? And I go, uh, eh, 
Well, it's kind of like those robots that I bought. Probably weirded the shit out of people. It weirds the shit out of me right now thinking about it. But one thing about those things is, you know, that's, I bought them for some sort of noise in my apartment, some sort of not really companionship, but just a feeling that something else was there with me without having the need to have a pet because I couldn't sustain a pet, two full-time jobs, blah, blah, blah. But I think about my dog, Izzy, and we want so badly for our pets to communicate with us. And I think about those 14 years of my dog, and it's before I thought about that, I thought about Buzz Lightyear, the movie Lightyear. I think it's Buzz Lightyear, Lightyear, the one that just came out. But one thing in that movie is they assign him that cat. It was a robotic cat to be kind of his companion. I forgot, a companion pet or whatever. He was able to have dialogue with it, and it was just this little robotic pet. And I would love to have a little droid. I would love to have a little robot that follows me around and, I don't know, talks to me, or I talk to it. That's really what our pets are to us. They're these little companions that poop and pee and chew on stuff, and, but they give us fulfillment if you're a pet person. You get a sense of fulfillment from having them. And I think that's, that is an acceptable future of robotics that I think anyone can get behind. It's, no, it's not a threat. It's not that these little robotic Android pets are going to take over. And they're just loaded with data. It's like our smartphones. We interact with our smart devices all day long. And we're okay with it because we're engaged with it. You want me to sign up and give you my email? Hell yes. I just want to play this game. I just want to download this app. And it's the same deal. To have a companion like that would work. There, used to, there was this movie I watched years ago called Cherry 2000. I don't know if how many of you listening to this remember that movie. But in the movie, the main character, it starts off, I think, and I haven't seen it in decades, but he has this really attractive woman with him in the kitchen. And I guess it's his girlfriend, thinking back. And it's kind of weird, but they start making out she gets soap suds like on her hair or something. And she's short circuit. You're like, Holy crap, that's a robot. And so he goes on this quest to get a replacement robot. And so he takes a little data chip out behind her ear and he meets up with a real human lady. I forgot her name. I want to say Molly Ringwald. I don't think it's Molly. It's, it's one of those super popular redhead girls, actresses from the eighties. And she takes them on this quest. Of course, out in the middle of nowhere is the warehouse that has another version another Cherry 2000 robot that he has to basically steal from this warehouse. There's some bad guys involved. It's probably drug. I, I don't know what's going on, but basically when you put the disc behind the ear, they wake up and they have all their memories and all that kind of stuff. That's a different kind of companionship. Maybe that's where, I mean, let's face it. I think there's already sex robots out there. So that's where we're at now. I could guarantee you there's something like that out there. And again, that is no threat because they're not really self-aware. And I think that's the big thing, though. What do you guys think? I know this was a weird part, a weird ramble, but that's just, with me watching the show, had me thinking, like, well, that's like Cherry 2000. That was a robot, an attractive one, and that was fine. It was a companion bot. If we had companion pet robots that looked and almost felt like real pets, we would love, people would eat that up. I think, you know, was it, is it Oprah Winfrey? I don't want to misquote this, but somebody, someone like Oprah has cloned their dog multiple times every time the dog dies. It's a little weird, but as weird as that is, that's the person who would get, if they could afford it, the companion pet. 
the companion robot. Podcast at gmail.com. Tell me, am I crazy? Tell me where you think we're going. I'm a little afraid of the future, but I'm not. I'm excited to see if we catch up to what science fiction is telling us we're going to be. Or, I mean, because look, by the year 2000, we should have had flying cars. What year was Back to the Future 2? I want to say that was the year 2005? 1995, 30 years of the future. I want to say that was 2005. 2020, whatever it was, it's already past us now in 2023. And we're nowhere near that. She is Jamie, the nomadic x-ray tech. We talked to her, I think at the end of January. And weirdly, she is on the big island of Hawaii and she just missed my trip by like a week. Maybe planned, maybe not. Jamie, what's up? (laughs) Hey, Jay. (laughs) I got some questions for you before we get to your car that I know you love so much. And by the way, I told you that you might be able to trade it in. Mm-hmm. We're still not going to say what it is. I drove one of those once years ago. I actually kind of liked it, but I told myself I would never want one of these things. But for like a rental car for a couple of days, whatever. How's Hawaii treating you? Um, good. But you liked this car? Real quick. I just want an answer on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I liked a version of that car. So... Okay. Uh, let's okay. come full circle to work. When I went to Mattis or what is it? Where, where Verona, that's where Epic is. We had to rent a car and drive there from, from work. And that's where we did our whatever Epic training and then drove back. So that week or weekend or whatever, we had that vehicle. Interesting. I think they, okay. they must've just come out then. That was a while ago. We're talking 2010, 2011, probably 2010. I think they just came out. Yeah. So, okay. How's Hawaii treating you? I mean, I obviously know, but the people listening don't know. They don't know what all you do. Yeah. How are those blisters? Uh, (laughs) They are healed. Thank you for asking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I got good shoes. So I learned my lesson very quickly. And it's been smooth sailing since. <laughs> so you did that new to the island traveler. I have experience. I'm good. I can do what I want thing. And then when you get there, you realize the terrain is all fucking weird and different yeah. and has zero give. And I also did no research. So I did not realize it was a 2.8 mile hike back to this green sand beach. Uh, so I didn't have sunscreen. I had my sandals on. It was poor choice. But I drove like almost two hours to get there. I wasn't about to not do it. So I had to do it (laughs) and it was worth it. I don't regret it. So what's the coolest thing you've seen so far? We didn't get to the green beach. It sounds kind of cool and sounds kind of weird as well. I mean, green, I think of algae. It kind of, I don't know how to explain it. It kind of looks like a different planet, um, which I'll just send you a picture of it, but it's like a deep set beach. So when you get there, you go down, but the cliffs are kind of like, I don't know how to explain it. There's like waves to it. And then you go down and then it's green sand. And it's actually pretty cool. I enjoyed it a lot. Was it my favorite? I don't I don't know if I'd say that. But I also don't know what to tell you my favorite thing is. I've loved it all. <laughs> I love it here. <laughs> it seems like that place is made for you. So when you send that to me, is that before or after I get a picture of your car? Because <laughs> we still have not received a photo of your car that you promised me and the listeners. Like, <laughs> Probably two calendar months ago. Yeah, I was hoping you forgot about that. <laughs> no, 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 I don't forget. So I want that and the beach. 
Now, did you okay. accomplish your assignment? I, I sent Jamie a picture of a place, and I think I said, find this place. You did, and I have not done it yet. But you're going to be there for three months? Yes. You've been there so for two like and two a half? Months. Or two. You've been there maybe a, almost a full month now, right? Yeah. Three weeks? Yeah. yeah. Coming up on a month, which is crazy. Okay, so let's talk about your car, and then I'll okay. hit you with that joke I promised you. And you're probably <laughs> not going to laugh. <laughs> I bet you I will. What do you have? What What is this car that you've been driving around, this white thing that you love so much? A 2023 Kia Soul. The tiniest box of a vehicle I could ever be placed in. <laughs> so you're not a very big person? No. And I still feel claustrophobic. <laughs> Which surprises me that you liked it. So I don't... I mean, I don't think they look bad. You know that vehicle. I'm looking at it right now online. And eight and a half out of ten by car and driver, eight point three out of ten by US you know, US News and Motor Trend gives it an eight point six out of ten. So why do you despise yours? And and by the way, I'll preface this with most vehicles come with multiple trims. So usually a rental class vehicle is a steaming pile of hot, steamy shit. The basic model possible. Yes, mm. that's what I have. Um, the stereo system, for example, I can't fix it. It There is no bass at all. <laughs> so it's just like listening to the radio all the time. It's horrible. No bass. So you went into system settings, audio. There's got to be some, some sort of adjustment. Oh, I thought so too. And trust me, I spent a lot of time trying to figure it out. There is none. There's nothing in there. Did you, basic speakers. Did you Google it? <laughs> well, no. Oh, so you spent a lot of time <laughs> trying to figure it out yourself, but you didn't do the thing that, you know. So what yeah, else? Yeah, and that usually works well for me. <laughs> what What else do you love about this thing? It's a $20,000 um, vehicle, by the way. That's it? That's probably half of your car, right? That's funny, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's good on gas mileage. I'll give it that. And it's good for parking. But that's about it. Uh, the rest of it. So I also researched before I came out here if I needed a four by four. And everything that I read said you don't. And I don't know if these people just don't do anything exciting here. But everywhere that I want to go, I need a four by four. So I've got a lot of exercise mm. because I've had to walk uh, these roads instead of drive down them. But lesson learned. <laughs> so it's interesting you say that because I don't remember seeing. I did. Well, there's a lot of Jeep rentals there. Wrangler, so mm -hmm. I assume there, there there are those places that you want to go that you probably don't feel comfortable going in that vehicle. I know a lot yeah. of places are just like trailheads anywhere else where you you roll, you pull up, you stop, you get out, and you start hiking. But right. sometimes you have to drive somewhere to get to the hiking spot. That's yes. probably what, yeah. So there's a beach here called Maclavena, and to get to it, um, you're supposed to be able to take a road back, but it's like super deep potholes that I would completely wreck this Kia Soul. Uh, so I have to park and walk, which makes it a three-mile hike to get to this beach because I can't drive down that road. But it's worth it. Turquoise waters, white sand. Did you and your friend go there? Yes. I saw those photos. I was like, holy shit, where is that? Yeah, it's amazing. I so, feel like none of the other beaches here are like that. So it's it's a very hidden beach. It's very hard to get to. What part of the Big Island? And so Jamie is on the Big Island of Hawaii, which yes. 
I thought was like one volcano, but it's <laughs> like four or five of them. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That'd be a huge volcano if it was just one. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. I just never, th- you don't think about it. I I agree though. Um, I never thought about it either, honestly. And I didn't realize there was four. I thought there was like maybe a couple. There's like four um, or I don't know. five, I think. Yeah. One's and dead. the one I wanted to go to is um, they closed it down because it's like orange level activity or something. Mm. So maybe maybe I'll see some lava while I'm here. That'd be kind of cool. So a couple of those are overdue. Yes. Yes. Yep. And this is one of them. And then one it erupted it in 2019. <laughs> Oh, that wasn't that long ago. Yeah, that one took out like 700 homes. Dang. It was over yeah. by Hilo somewhere. Um, okay. So what part of the island is, so you're yeah. where? You're down in the Kona era, era yes. area? So, like the west side of the island. And then where I'm staying is Kailua Kona, which is high elevation. Yeah. So it's kind of cool because I have like really great views up here and it's beautiful. So that's the touristy spot of the entire island. Kona? Uh, Kalua, Kona, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like the beaches in this area are very popular for it's sure. The, it's got Minus. the little strip, like the really short little walking strip. Yes. Um, which the nightlife here, non-existent. <laughs> I don't know what I expected, but everything closes at like 8 or 10. And nobody's having a good time when they're out. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where all the people are, but it's like empty. No, that's facts. It's weird. And and here's yeah. the thing, like almost all of Hawaii is like that. Really? I was yep. hoping it would be better elsewhere because I am playing on island hopping, but if I it's mean Honolulu be- <laughs> is like the the big city there. And even Honolulu feels dead around nine thirty ten. Yeah. But there are wild. places to go in Honolulu, like you know, later later night bars, but they're just people just aren't out and your regular businesses aren't open and finding you know, food, especially with a diet like yours, rabbit food, you know, you're not, it's <laughs> difficult to find. <laughs> it's very easy. I can just go out in the woods and I can find my diet. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, are you picking stuff now? Do you have your, do you have your dogs there with you? No. Um, I, the landlords here have two dogs oh. and they're my pride and joy. They greet me every single day I come home. I love them so much. <laughs> All right. No, no longer confused. So let's get back to that car really quick. So it's, you have yeah. a white one. It's, yes. It's, I'm guessing it probably has black cloth interior or something. Yes. And I got it with only 900 miles. So oh, it was like brand new. Brand new. Yeah. I felt, I felt lucky until I got in it and I was like, I don't like this car. <laughs> have you tried to trade it in? Uh, no, I was going to make myself have it for this first month and then I'll probably see if I can trade it in. So if I do, I'll update you if I get something better. And then we'll have to do this again. So you just don't like the car. You don't like the way it feels. None of that stuff. Does it ride okay? Or is it your only issue with it? The radio? Well, I mean, and like the closed inness, I feel like the windows are small, if that makes sense. Um, And like the pickup, it's very slow. Which here it doesn't matter because oh. everybody goes under the speed limit anyways, but <laughs> I was just <laughs> gonna like say it doesn't matter there. Yeah. Which doesn't work for somebody like me who's always late for everything. So <laughs> I've had to readjust. Is that not the worst? Yeah. On Highway eleven <laughs> at night, the Queen whatever highway that is. Yeah. One lane. 
No passing lane. <laughs> no passing. It's brutal. It's absolutely brutal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Island vibe. Have you gone over to Hilo? Uh, no. Um, I'm planning on doing that next week. So I'll hit up like the waterfalls up north and then travel down into Hilo and then head back. So, so here's the deal. That assignment that I gave you is over in the Hilo area. Oh, you're giving me a hint. Thank yep, you. Yep. I want you to know that because let's see where I'm looking at a map right now. I'm trying to find out where my friend lives. He lives in Honaka. Yes. <laughs> yep. So he lives like in the hills of Honaka. You'll know when you're driving if you go that way. <laughs> There's like a botanical thing over there. Okay. And it's in that area. Okay. Yep. I'll report back. I am planning on doing it next week. Now that I know it'll be in the area that I was going to go to anyway. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to get smart and just kind of like zoom in and see if I can get lucky. You might. I'm going to edit this, all this weirdness out. Let's see, Jesus, the the Church of Jesus Christ, Uh, public shore access, uh, point. I'll make Mm -hmm. shit up as I go. Yeah, because um, Akaka (laughs) Falls and Rainbow Falls is over there too, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's in that area. Oh, I'm Did you get to see the waterfalls? Yeah. Oh, he sounds sad. <laughs> we saw most of them. Like, okay. <laughs> and they're, um, they're cool. Like one of the waterfalls you're expecting to like, you park, you pay to park first off and well, and then you hike to it, but it's like a nice paved. And I actually asked him, I go, look, this is going to sound like a dumb question, but are all the trails, <laughs> obviously, you know, they're not at this point, but I didn't, are all the trails yeah. paved around here? So you do kind of like this this pretty walk. You might as well just be at the zoo. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I wouldn't like that. And then the other one, I think it's Rainbow Falls. You pull into the parking lot, and you could pretty much well see the falls from the parking lot. So you walk about fifty five, a hundred feet, and you take photos of it. You read the low plaque. Stay away from the weird people, and then you get back in your car and you leave. Um, that's probably why Pio Valley, I never say it right. Um, that's one that you can go down. There's a road that gets you down closer to it, but they closed it off because it's unsafe. I think I've seen that one. I think I've seen that one and it's not the one I'm thinking of. Not that one. No, the one I'm thinking of is it's, it's right outside of Hilo. Okay. And I think that's Rainbow Falls. And that's the one you just look at and go, oh, and then leave. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not joking. No. I mean, I guess if I'm already over there, I wouldn't be mad. But if I drove out solely for that, and that's all I got, I, I would have been upset. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, hundred percent. So yeah, yeah, find find that uh, Hawaii Plantation Museum. I don't know. We'll connect okay. offline. But that's find that spot. Send me a photo from that spot, and that is your challenge. In the photo I sent you, I think there's the name of the trail. Find that trail and you will find your paradise. I'm so excited. <laughs> you sound like it. And then get a different car. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll update you on that too. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I almost forgot because I owe you a joke. Yes. I'm ready. And it's not a good one. Okay. <laughs> so you're already laughing because you're not going to laugh. <laughs> My laugh just like dead stops. I'm like, okay, thanks for calling. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So what? Okay. Let's, let's, okay. Here it is. So what is at the end of almost every hallway? On your island? Uh, an ending? <laughs> a Kona. 
That's, <laughs> that's so bad. Yeah, here we are. But it actually makes it good. Uh, here we are. Now, now go and tell all your people at work and all your friends. <laughs> I totally am going to use that. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. I want to thank Jamie for taking time out of her Hawaii day to talk to us about her lovely rental car, that Kia Soul. I saw one after we spoke. I looked over at it and it was kind of dilapidated, beat down, and it was white. And there was this little decrepit woman inside driving and she looked very unhappy. And I thought about Jamie. Yeah, she's right. I don't know what I was thinking back then. Not a very good car. If you like what you heard today, make sure you subscribe like I told you at the beginning, then go tell a friend, leave a review like I said in the beginning. One of the right Honda and right Toyota out of Scottsdale, Arizona, foilonline.com, sell shop wireless services, Patreon business support of Cuyo Automotive out of Garden, Florida, Pell Construction out of Caledonia, Michigan, Big House Small Home Design, Ashburg, Virginia, and Traverse City, Michigan, Westgate Exotic Cars and Rentals out of Glendale, Arizona, and the Shaping Success with Wes Tankersley motivational podcast out of Boise, Idaho. Catch myself in West Tankersley every Wednesday at 7 o'clock Pacific time, only on Instagram for our One Drink Wednesday. Grab a drink, watch us like a creeper, join the conversation. Special thanks to Mark Stoneman, Kathy Cox, Eddie Ramos, Richard Grace, Byron Jones, Budjog, Alice Gamina, and Drew Bunkley for being Patreons. You can join the Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash podcast. If you have questions, comments, or concerns, email the show at hardbarkingpodcast at gmail.com. Feel free to follow me on Instagram at jfinning. If you need that spelling, check the name on the show. And join the Hard Parking Violations Facebook group because we can't grow without you telling the world how great the show is. Let's do this. Let's grow this thing together. And maybe I'll talk to you next week. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs>